Hey, hey, we're back. An important question, Dan. Are you Timmy Trumpets or Mr. Diaz in this scenario? Oh, I am 100% Timmy Trumpets in this thing. I mean, this is like just to get away from football for a second this is i mean when you think about cool intros like mariano rivera enter sandman trevor hoffman to hell's bells this fucking hits though this it's rivera's still better but this is probably my second favorite one of all time and i hate that because it's for the mets <laughs> I just hate myself that i love it so much it is fantastic i cannot wait to see that in october it's gonna be a blast yeah, they're um, not making it... the playoffs oh <laughs> they, yeah. are, they are they are they are um, yeah. But Dan, great to have you back. And Mr. Nick Ruth, great to have you as well. Um, we are back to do the week one previews and kind of official season predictions as well. So Dan, I know we talked, but how, how are you doing today? Uh, today's been a crazy day, new month. Uh, iPhone launch is right around the corner. So we're a little in the lull a little bit, but we are prepped and ready to go for a big workday. And I'm just fucking ready for football, man. It is It is go time one week to go can't believe it's almost here yep i'm so excited nick ruth how are you doing are you ready to lose as you continue i don't know man everyone's selling my team's looking better and better (laughs) nick's gonna be a buyer are we gonna see the firepower to buy i say you go all in for tom brady you need a nice third quarterback yeah, I'm, I'm sure moving him off of Stefan's roster wouldn't be that big of a deal. He's got a whole bunch of other... Fuck off. <laughs> uh, that's true. Forgot yeah, see about how that's, See how long that's lived. Yeah, a lot of early season stuff to watch. Um, but yeah, in this week's pod, we're going to talk about the week one matchups. Uh, we're going to talk... I know we've kind of talked about it a few times on the recent pods, some playoff picks. But now that the dust is settled and the season is right here... Um, we'll officially all make our playoff picks. And then, you know, there's two sides of the spectrum in Dynasty. There's the playoff teams and the contenders, and the teams racing for the the bottom, the first pick in the draft. So who's going to be the guy that's picking 1-1, and he'll have the tough call of deciding between Bajan Robinson or whatever quarterback is QB1. So let's start with the matchups of the week. And... Had a great week for week one matchups, kind of a little bit lackluster. Um, but the first one we're going to go for is going to be uh, Mr. Kevin Ruth taking on Chris Hambrook. Uh, Dan, do you want to kind of break down how you kind of view this matchup? Yeah, I mean, the first thing that we get to start with is, is Matthew Stafford going to be good to go? And I think that's just a very interesting point. Now, in this matchup, that's not going to make a fucking bit of difference. I'm nope. pretty sure Kevin needs to start maybe a handful of players to to get above there. But um, just looking at the matchups here really quick, Thielen against Green Bay is going to be a tough sled. Uh, Carr doesn't have a favorable matchup to start. Stafford playing Buffalo is not favorable. Um, but he's got Kelsey against Arizona. I really like that. Uh, Elijah Mitchell against Chicago is going to be very interesting, especially if he's able to go. So I, on the other side, there's not really a whole lot to talk about except how great Jamar chases. Yeah. Chris's team is going to be rough. At least he has a quarterback. One of them, at least. He's, he's got five quarterbacks. True. Six. But, you know, Seven. he's only got one starting, so... The good news is he already got practice eating the chip. So, yeah, that looked <laughs> fucking miserable, by the way. Like, why is it blue? Noise. Did anyone else get confused at yeah. why it was blue and dyed everything blue? I thought he blew a smurf before he started. But kudos to Chris, Zane, and whoever nope, else I'm... you dragged in to do that. I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, this matchup's not good. I think Kevin could start four people and win. That's my prediction. So I'm going to pick Kevin. Yeah, you've here's, got Kevin as well. Here's kind of a random prediction for both of you guys. Or question for both of you guys. How many wins does Chris or Steve get from teams not named each other? Them. So like outside of like when they play each other twice. Do either of them get wins this year? So wins on the season, including top 
or top six or just wins yeah. as they beat yeah, somebody? Just, nope, just any any sort of form of points. I think Chris ends the season with three. And that's being super generous. It's very but generous. You figure Jamar Chase is good for one of those 60-point games, so... I don't think I'll, it happens. I'll I'm gonna, give him I'm, three. I'll take the under on that. I'll smash the under on that every day. So just so one thing just to remember, last week or last season, Chris only scored one win, and Steve only scored two wins. Yeah, I'm smashing the under. <laughs> I agree. It's. it's I, get up I mean, that. the problem. The problem is, is Davis Mills is not going to run into good teams or good matchups. Yep. Yeah. Jamar Chase is going to have his option. Hollywood Brown is going to be interesting down there. Juju Smith-Schuster is another piece. MVS is there. Um, but outside of that, like Kellen Munn's going to have to have a bye week and every other person on his roster outside of Drew Locke possibly is not going to start a game this season. Cam Newton doesn't even have a team. Like he's got one, two, three. I mean, I respect it, but you got three guys that are at least on, on, that don't even have a team. I guess if you're shaving Fun points, that's one way to do it. Last year, I offered him a 23 second for Newton so he wouldn't get points so I could get 1-1, one, one, and he never responded. <laughs> You'd love to see it. Um, all right. I know, so like Chris, you know, some of the poor teams, they quickly get phased out. But my last question, you know, for Chris's team, how are both you guys kind of viewing this Damian Pierce hype? Are you buying into it, or do you think uh, there's way too much smoke? Well, Weber said Marlon Mack was going to be the lead back there, so that's fun. Yeah, well, no, Weber's I, had some bold predictions. I, 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 predictions. I am all in on the hype. I yeah. think Cooks and him are going to have amazing seasons. Okay. Dan, what do you think? It's part of the Texans' offense. I'm not buying any part of this offense if I have the ability to. <sighs> I'm with you, Dan. Yeah, I but don't there's see garbage it. time. People are going to get dump off passes and garbage time points. They can suck in real life, but fantasy, well, they're going to be relevant. Okay, but here's okay to, to follow up for you, Nick. So, yeah, okay, it seems like you buy like Pierce is going to get the workload and he's going to do something with it. But do you think he's going to have staying power? Like a year from now, is he going to be like a top 15 dynasty back? That's maybe just because he's young. Young, I didn't ask. Back. I didn't ask for maybes. Yes or no? I don't fucking know. Sure. Okay. All right. We're all taking Kevin. Clean sweep. Uh, Let's move on to the next matchup. And it gets a little bit better. Um, Well, actually, no. Let's just do the other shitty one. Uh, Adam is taking on Steve's team. And, I mean, Nick, how about you start us off here? General thoughts on this matchup? Steve's team, huh? Um, it could be worse. He has a quarterback. That's has, good. Has Pittsburgh announced Trubisky starting? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they have either. He doesn't have a, a running back. He's got a wide receiver. Two of them. This wide receiver core has got potential, but that's about it when you look at this roster. Um, yep. I think Mahomes, Jefferson, and Diggs outscores Steve. <laughs> I don't think that's very too far-fetched either. Um, I mean, nope. I, I still think it's Trubisky is going to be the starter. I don't think they're going to He at least look good in the preseason. Michael Thomas continues to be the dumpster fire. Um, Brandon Ayuk is going to be an interesting piece. I think a lot of the 49ers offense, if you own parts of it, is going to be... I, 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 it, Trey Lance continues to be a question mark for me. I just don't know how long it's going to take him to get up to speed. But I, I agree. I like the wide receiver options here. Sky Moore, uh, Johan, or yeah, Johan Dotson. So yeah, I mean, he almost had a great, great steal in Chris, Chris Strievler. Like, I'm really, really sad that he got cut. Um, but. Yeah, there's just two. Adam just has a great matchup this week. 
Yeah, Adam's got one of the best starting lineups in the league. It's this shouldn't be close. Um, trying to look at like kind of the upside with Steve's roster. Um, what do you guys think about Michael Thomas this year? Is he going to be back back like an, as an elite wide receiver, or how do you think uh, he's going to return after? I mean, did he play like a few two a couple games last year? I think. Uh, no, he didn't play a single game. No, he certainly played none. Um, he's got a quarterback that historically supports high-caliber fantasy wide receivers. So I I think he's going to be back. There's not much wide receiver competition for him outside Alave. Yep, Alave Land- and Jarvis Landry. Landry. Yep. Oh, Landry, that's right. Uh, and and Kamara. Kamara, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, it, I mean, if any shitty quarterback can support that many weapons, it's Winston. So I think he's going to be... I'd say high-end wide receiver, too. By that. Yeah, it's hard to argue in some of those pieces, but yeah, there's just... I mean, Adam's just got some some studs over there that are just going to take care of some business. Agreed. Um, okay, I guess we talked about like kind of the two worst teams. Um, let's piggyback and talk about the first overall pick. Um, I think it's a fair assumption it's going to be one of Steve or Chris that is picking 1-1 one, one, uh, come May of next year. Uh, do either of you guys have like a strong kind of prediction or feeling on who that team's going to be? Yeah. Let's hear it, Nick. I think it's going to be Applehans because he will not have a starting starting quarterback by like week four or five. And that's just way too many points missing I th- gonna be I, yeah I think the fact that there's a couple decent more talented pieces on on Chris's roster I think that keeps him out of it I think Jamar Chase could keep Chris out of 1-1 permanently just if he yeah. sits on that roster um, he's just he's just going to be too big a part of that offense uh, depending on what MVS does Juju Smith, Tony um, and then the hype around, you know, Pierce, that's just, that's too many excitable pieces not to be looking at picking that 1.1. Yeah, no, it's hard to argue with it. I mean, in addition to, you know, the lack of quarterback for Chris or for Steve, I mean, running back isn't that much better. I mean, James Cook is by far his number one running back and Cook, I mean, we'll see what kind of factory is in this Buffalo offense. It might take him a little bit to get acclimated and involved. But after that, it's, you know, handcuffs and kind of a um, dumpster fire. The Bills running core is any, anybody that's not Josh Allen is RB2. Josh yeah, Allen's 100% RB1 on that on that team. No, big time. I agree with that. So, yeah, I mean, Steve, it's probably going to be a rough year, but it's going to be worth it. Um. Nick, do you want to give a prediction on who he's going to pick 1-1 in May? Is he going to go Bijan or is he going to go quarterback? I think he got to go quarterback with his roster. He legitimately doesn't have a quarterback. You can't build a dynasty team around running backs. They age too quickly. So I would like to think him and Chris are going to go quarterback since they both don't have them, which would align nicely for me, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's a QB. As much as as much as Bijan is is so tempting, I just I agree. I think the quarterback situation coming out next year's draft is gonna be too good to pass up, especially depending on where some landing spots happen. The one interesting thing that I think to watch, whether it's Steve or hypothetically Chris, is where does like their second first round pick land? Because they both have multiple draft picks in the first round next like next year. Steve has three, Chris has four picks. And for Steve's side, he has, um, who is it, Jer's um, first round pick. Be interesting if he's in or out of the playoffs, how high could that potentially be? Um, and he also has, um, in addition to his, his Adams pick as well. And when we look at Chris's roster, in addition to his pick, he has Sam's, Armand's, and Kevin's. So just one of those, you know, do you potentially have a scenario where you have like the first pick and the fourth pick and you roll the dice and take Bijan and, 
you know, that's maybe three or four quarterbacks that you feel good about. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see if there's any gamesmanship played. Because, um, I, I don't know. I think B. John's going to be hard to pass on. But I'm I'm a big, big, big believer in him. Oh, yeah. This is going to be Jerry's situation all over again with taking, yeah, Kyle pit, Pitts all over. taking pits and and then settling for, you know, Zach Wilson. And, I, I, yeah, and that's not even could. really a settle with it. You know, obviously he runs into a bit of an injury here, but... I mean, albeit the kid's super talented. We saw it last year. Yeah, no, it definitely I mean, could be the play. It's I'm it not opposed to going that way either. If I could get a quarterback, that'd be fantastic. Herbert Lawrence and then one of those two quarterbacks? Fuck yeah. So, I mean, this draft's just super exciting to be one of the top three, I think. Be one of the top ten. This is it's yeah, it's gonna live up to the hype. Um, all right, well, let's move on to matchups. Uh, well, there'll be plenty of time, especially after this first true week of college football, to talk about the 2023 rookie mm-hmm. draft class. Although, let's just... What's that? With talk of the first-round pick, we get a good view early. Week three is Steve versus Chris. Circle it on your calendars. <laughs> <laughs> it will undoubtedly be match for the week. All right, uh, back to matchups, and let's go with my matchup. Uh, I'm taking on Armand this week. Um, Dan, you want to spit some fire on this one? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's start here. Obviously, with was this an opening game last year with Dallas and Tampa? Like, is this a repeat? Great question. I don't know. Because I felt like this was that was like an actual thing for Dak last year. It was week one. So the week one against Tampa last year, Dak was 42 of 58 for 403 yards, three touchdowns. That's a fucking big-ass number. That's um, very big. I mean, a lot of the questions we come here is, what Saquon Barkley are we going to see, and how does J.K. Dobbins look coming back off of injury? Um, first game for Sutton with Wilson in Joku. Large question mark. I don't feel good when you're starting Sammy Watkins. So when we look further down the list and we see that, oh, look at he's got Nikhil Harry. <laughs> um, there's not a whole lot of other good options. Maybe Devin Duvernay, Randall Cobb sure isn't the play. Uh, Marquez Callaway might be an interesting sneaky option uh, to jump in there. But I mean, looking at Armand's team, there's just not the firepower to compete with you. I mean, I, I, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson coming out against his former team is just going to sling hot fire. Um, obviously, you've still got the tight end crew of Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, that are pretty hard to beat. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see how much Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton get in this matchup and who's yeah. going to get the, the larger lion's share. I don't think it makes a big difference, and I don't think it's enough to swing the matchup. And then, you know, where does T. Higgins sit? Because your backup options are going to be sitting down with uh, Allen Robinson, yeah, Elijah Allen Moore. Robinson, Elijah Moore. That's that's it. And I mean, it's a real, real tough thing about uh, Brian Robinson with you know getting shot in the leg here. That really hurts his <laughs> hurts his stack. But you yeah, know, it does for Antonio Gibson owners. It's not too bad. Yeah, um, this motherfucker goes oh. Uh, what was the fucker's name from the running back from Washington? The one before this, that we're Geist. Weber, Geist yeah. yeah. Whoever goes, oh, Geist 2.0. The <laughs> dude, fuck? Dude, dude not got fair. shot. That Geist was beat women. <laughs> that also came through a little later in the evening where I might have had a couple and then reread that the next morning. I was like, oh, yeah, no, he got shot. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, All right. so, I just um, want to clear that one. Yeah, that's you know, if you guys ever want entertaining moments, probably after about nine o'clock, feel free to text me. I'm not trading with anybody after nine, but if you want some entertaining shit, I am all bored to help you. That's that's what I have as far as analysis. I'll wait till Nick's done to make my pick. That is yeah, certainly this one's not going to be all that close. Um, I think. I think we'll learn a lot about Nick's team because he's kind of got a lot of uh, like hype wide receivers, for lack of a better term. Like Higgins is kind of riding a high wave. Somehow he bounced in a top 10 dynasty. 
Judy's got a new quarterback riding a high wave. You know, Robinson, new team, big wave. Elijah Moore was kind of that hype rookie last year. So I think it'll be a really interesting week. And we'll learn a lot about Nick's team going forward for the season. But I don't think he has anything to worry about this week. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I think when you look at our Mons team, I mean, we've kind of touched base on it a few times. It's the depth, like the last like spot or two in his starting lineup. Like there's just a lot of question marks. I mean, but like when you look at our Mons lineup or team, like if you squint, like you could talk yourself into like this thing's really working out, right? Like if Saquon Barkley like returns to form, if J.K. Dobbins somehow is a machine, like this Ravens offense is begging for a running back to emerge like they have the corpse of Mike Date or not Mike Davis, um, the corpse of Kenyon Drake, and um, I'm blanking on the other one that they have right now. But, and then, you know, Sammy Watkins, I mean, we joke, but like someone in Green Bay is going to have to catch the ball. Like Sammy Watkins would be the wide receiver to just randomly go for like a thousand yards and like 10 touchdowns, plus a few other guys. But yeah, I mean, until those guys really show stuff consistently it's hard to be that optimistic so i'm feeling okay about this week's matchup yeah i'm not banking on sammy Watkins, but yeah formally i'm going to take you in the matchup thank you very much let's go to your matchup dan and you are taking on mr stefan um you have high aspirations for your team this year and you know get the champ week one there's no better way to make a loud statement than this week. Um, how about we, we have to start with you. Like, at least tell us how you're feeling about your team and how you, how things are sitting for week one. What I'll say with this, I, I would love for Alexander Madison to get traded. I, I think that's right on the top of my list with this. I think that Isaiah Spiller takes a small step back with the fact that the Chargers signed um, a veteran Sonny. running back. Yep, Sonny, Sonny Michelle, Michelle. yep. Um, Gallup is going to be interesting to see if he's going to be back with it. Cause that definitely helps my situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Javante Williams starting on the pup list is going to take a piece back, but the fact that the thing that really fucking bothers me is the fucking Taysom Hill is listed ahead of Adam, Adam Trotman on a fucking depth chart. Like I'm over this fucking cock bag with that. Um, you know, uh, matchup wise, Mac Jones against, New England, great. Josh Allen against the Rams, not so great. Brees Hall against the Ravens, not so great. Cam Akers against Buffalo, not so great. Pittman against Houston, great matchup. Claypool against Cincinnati, okay, okay, I'm not too bad. Uh, Noah Fant against Denver, eh, not too great. Gibson against Jacksonville, I really like. You know, Shark against the Eagles, I really like. Boyd with Deer Hope, here's hoping, sorry, bud, T. Higgins is out, gives me an opportunity. I think I have... I think I have an okay chance to be respectable this week. Okay. Nick, I mean, what are you th- yeah, go ahead. What are your thoughts when you look at Stefan's team? Well, he's my pick to win the league, as we discussed last podcast. So, yep. sorry, Weber. But, he's uh, he's everybody's he's pick to win the fucking league. That's because his team's really good. Luckily, it's really old and he has no draft picks. Him and Kevin are going to be seeing a uh, cliff real soon. Two champs in three years, though. I I, think... Yeah, you ride that way forever. It pays for the next right. decade of dynasty. So mm-hmm. I just, sorry. Oh, you have nothing to apologize. This is, I, this is a week I don't expect to win against. I mean, against uh, so Brady last year against Dallas. Okay, yeah, 32 it's... of 50. 379 yards, four touchdowns, and two picks. That game was a fucking bloodbath. Yeah, I, I remember watching it. Yeah, yeah. It's, you it's have not gotten helped with preseason stuff. Jesus. Lindsey cut, Edwards pup, Madison, rumor trade, nothing. Kelly, nothing. Spiller hurt. Yeesh. My one yeah. question for you, Den, hmm. and I don't know if you've tinkered or if you're still debating things, but Mac Jones versus Jared Goff. There's, there's, it seems like yeah, this New England Patriots offense and like team just like keeps getting shat on and shat on. Like, not going to say like, are you concerned about Mac Jones, but are you concerned about the Patriots offense enough to potentially roll the dice with Jared Goff? 
I, I am a hundred percent in that realm of questions. I, it's, it's scary to think like, I actually really want to fucking start Jared Goff after watching Mac Jones be fucking decent last year. I mean, yeah, yeah there was, I, I mean, we had the win game where he put up negative 0.5 points because he had negative three rushing yards and 19 passing yards. But I mean, he only put up five against Carol. He only played 18 snaps with that. I mean, it's just, he has potential to be really, really good. I mean, rookie year, 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns, 13 picks. That's respectable. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, make no mistake. I'm not saying Mac Jones is like a piece of shit. I'm saying this, the team around him might be a piece of shit. <sighs> oh, the, the and, running back situation is a fucking dumpster fire. My number one receiver right now is Devontae Parker. He does have Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne, who he had relationships with. Hunter Henry and Janu Smith. I mean, if we could run. If this could be the Tom Brady offense with Hunter Henry and John Smith that Tom Brady ran, I feel really good. But I don't think, I don't know if Belichick wants to put Jones into that situation. Yeah. But dear Christ, I wish he would because that offense was fucking unbelievable. It is a brand new offense, though. Like McDaniels it's, is gone. That's true. Yep. I know. So, and that's yeah, the scary I don't part. know. I think Mac Jones is a much better NFL quarterback, fantasy quarterback. He's not and Joe Flacco 2.0, though, but I'm just going to will get some good garbage time. I think he's going to be fantasy relevant this year. So I think you're going to be I, I, fighting that all year. I mean, Goff has more weapons. We would agree with that. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, DeAndre Swift and oh, Hawkinson sure. would be, like, by far the best play, or skill player on the Patriots. Amon Rush, St. Brown, DJ Charles. Yeah, yeah, of course, St. Brown as well. I completely forgot about him. Like, yeah. yeah, I... That will be an interesting decision to me. Uh, let's see here. So Jones plays at noon. Goff plays at noon. I'll be on a golf course potentially for – I'll probably be on 13 or 14 as those get ready to start. You'll be at a birthday party. I'll probably. be at a birthday party. I know I'm lying. It was just more fun for me to kind of lay it out there with it. But, um, no, I look forward to giving Robin his Josh Allen onesie and living the dream from there. No, I'm I'm I'll take Steph in this matchup. I I don't think I have the power firepower to compete with again, who I also believe is the league's number one team and will be will this be his third championship if he wins it this yeah. year? Going yeah. for three and four years. Dickhead. Mm-hmm. All right. Um let's move on to second to last matchup of the week, and that involves Mr. Nick Ruth and Zane. Um Nick, why don't you kind of break down your team and how you're feeling about things going into this week and the season. Well, going into the season, it's really to see make or break for Lawrence, I think. And he's got some weapons around him. He's got a new team. He doesn't... The excuses aren't as relevant for him. He's kind of shit or get off the pot. He has weapons? Question mark? The highest paid wide receiver. Receiver in the NFL. Yeah, which I... which You're okay with that? I don't really have an option. The no, but I'm, but I'm saying, but you, there's no way you can be fucking brainwashed to think that that makes him have a weapon. That's better than the weapon he had last year. I, mean, I would I take think... Kirk over Shark. I think that's a fucking. That's I mean, a am I old re- statement, Cotton? I would take the Jaguars receive or play or skilled position players over like the Patriots. Oh, easily. I feel like Dan wouldn't. Nope, I would not. Interesting. Who? What? Kirk, Marvin Jones, and Zay Jones? Zay Jones and well, no, yeah, James S- Robinson. Skilled, skilled position. Yeah Ingram? yeah, Ingram, ETN, James Robinson, and those wide receivers. Like, I don't know. I think you're a little too high on the Patriots. and Start Mexico. a poll. Yeah. Start a poll. All right. Well, make or break, I think, for Lawrence. He's probably got a leash, but... This will determine kind of like my Baker Mayfield one where you really don't want to throw him out every week. Mm -hmm. Good to see some wide receivers, see how they bounce back. I got a boatload of rookies that did dick during the preseason. And Godwin coming back from injury. Bateman kind of came out of injury last year, showed some flashes. Gabe Davis somehow is like a top 10 wide receiver drafted in best balls. It's insane. So we'll see how that goes. And Cole Komet's getting a shit ton of hype. So 
it's kind of this year's to see what my base is and what to build around and what I need to go back to the drawing board for. So I don't expect to win, but somehow Sleeper has me as the highest upset rating of the Mm-hmm. I mean, I think so the women on a dream. Oh, yeah. One interesting thing when I look at your roster is, I mean, obviously you have Kenneth Walker. I mean, he's probably not going to play this week, but but a running back is kind of dicey. I mean, you have CEH and Brene at Boston Scott in, but Boston Scott versus Jeff Wilson. Is there any merit to just starting the Niners running back and yielding that way? Versus I legit Wilson? don't even know if he's going to suit up at this point. Like, there's so many people ahead of him. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a risk, but I at don't least know. I know Boston Scott will play because God, that team hates Miles Sanders. Who they just signed? They got Trey Sermon today. Yeah, they they claimed Trey Sermon. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, running back is going to be a shit show. I once Walker's back, I can throw out Ch and Walker, but till then, I'm just going to be probably picking the wrong one each week. Yeah, hard to argue with it. And I mean, for Zane's team, I mean, Zane has. Zane's team kind of reminds me, like, Dan's, Armin's, like, the last, like, spot or two of the roster you really sort of question, like, the starting lineup. But, like, Zane's skill cap is just so much higher with, like, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback. I mean, Baker Mayfield found a role down in Carolina. Be interesting to see how that works out. Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery. Pretty good one-two punch. Tyree Kill, Mike Evans. Dallas Goddard. The flexes are interesting. I mean, I don't know, like Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders, Tyler Lockett, like those could be three elite flexes or they could be super annoying options. I, I really don't know where that's going to go. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, whenever he comes back from his suspension, I mean, will definitely slot in nicely to that lineup. Evan Ingram could be interesting, but outside of that, there's just upside on his bench. We'll see if that works out, but you know, Zane once again is definitely among the contenders in this league. So, um, yeah, it's interesting that the the prediction has you guys so close, but I think this is Zane this week. Uh, so my question, I guess, for Zane is obviously, you know, we're sitting here with Dallas Goddard there, but do you find any relevancy in Evan Ingram or Cameron Brait over the fact that you have to potentially start a Miles Sanders or a Tony Pollard? with the fact that Pollard is the backup and Sanders is hated by the coaching staff. Yeah. Goddard had a rough off season. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's moved away. He's tight on one there, but they fucking added AJ Brown to an offense already. That was Jalen hurts throwing the ball. Exactly. Devante Smith. Yeah. yeah. So it, it sucks, but I do think it's his best option. It, especially starting the year you go in with, you know, the best player. Evan Ingram has been on, hype for the last three, four years. He had one good year. Yep. And Brait has two good games a year that you're like, oh, he could really be good. And then you pick him up and play him and he sucks and you drop him. So I think you gotta go Goddard. Yeah. Luckily I, this I, week it doesn't hurt him. Yeah. yeah. I'm I mean for me it's like, do you have some relevancy with Tony Pollard Miles Sanders situations? Tony Pollard's not the lead back. It's still Ezekiel Elliott. So what? how limited are his touches going to be? And then is Boston Scott going to be the guy? Is whoever they sign going to be the guy? Is it going to be Miles Sanders? Like, at least we know these two guys are the options in their offenses. Evan Ingram is going to start. Cameron Bright is going to be the guy in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think Bright is one I would consider. I'm with Nick. I think he's just a two-hitter mess. Like, good best ball option, but I don't know if you're ever feeling confident starting him in a you know lineup league ingram's interesting i think he's got potential um to really develop and just because of how much of a dumpster fire tight end is you know i think he could sneak in and all of a sudden he's a top 10 tight end because maybe him and lawrence have a you know good relationship but if it was me i want to see ingram do it i'm not going to risk that like week one and start him like even though pollard's the backup even though sanders is like annoying as heck to own they at least like the running backs. We know they're gonna. Well, 
we feel pretty good that they're going to get work. And when they get work, like that'll lead to some sort of points, at least Ingram, like for all this hype, he could go one catch for eight yards and like three drafts. And then it's like, Oh, same old Evan Ingram. So that, that's my thoughts on it. Um, I picked Zane, Bob, where, where are you guys going with this matchup? Zane, Zane. Nick, you going to pick an upset? Are we all going chalk so far? We're going to go chalk. There's just no way I do it. Yeah. All right. Well, through five games, we are a very exciting bunch. I'll go in the same picks, but maybe this matchup will go different. Probably not, but who knows? Samber's chair. Uh, this is kind of a fun matchup. I mean, last year, the guy were battling for kind of the last playoff spot. Uh, didn't work out with Sam. Had some unfortunate luck with injuries. Uh, Jer captured the final playoff spot and kind of made a run in the playoffs. And now they're back facing off week one. Um, Dan, why don't you give us a breakdown on Jer's team and how things are looking for week one? Come on, Kyle Pickett with the starting job. Or Kenny Pickett with the starting job. That is Jerry's big hope right now to not start fucking Joe Flacco against the Ravens. <laughs> that is a large dumpster fire. Um, obviously, Jalen Hurts is going to play Detroit. That's not a bad matchup for him. Playoff Lenny with a little Sunday night debut. Daryl Henderson uh, is not the lead back, but a lot of this depends on how K-Makers comes in the playoffs. K-Makers didn't look too great, which is not great for me. So we'll see what happens. Jalen Waddell, um, crazy enough with the fact that Tyreek Hill got there, I don't mind Jalen Waddell still having upside. I think Tua has the ability to support both of those guys with lack of a running game. Um, so I think that is going to be very interesting. Uh, Pitts obviously is there, but I mean, the hottest guy on his team was Aramon St. Brown for, for last year. Renfro is a target whore, which you got to love for that. What did he have last year? He had 128 targets with 103 receptions. That's 103 points off of one guy, which is phenomenal. Are you worried about his role being impacted with Devontae Adams coming in? I don't think so, no. And the reason because is I think Carr's going to stick to familiar options. Yeah. Is he going to lose some target share? Yes. But I think the target share that he's that's going to be lost is going to be coming away from the third option and Waller. I think those are the two pieces. Because at the end of the day, he's he's a slot guy. He's a guy that, I mean, we've seen Derek Carr trust week in and week out. And he, and he has the ability to make big plays. Uh, Darnell Mooney, I think, is going to have a great season off of all the hype that we hear around his connection with Fields. But as we get into Jerry's bench, if some things happen or matchups aren't great, Kendrick Bourne's there. Romeo Dobbs, is, is he going to step up or is it going to be Christian Watson in that offense? Um, Irv Smith. I still, yeah, yeah I, he's got Irv Smith and, and um, Pat, Freer Pat Freermuth with that move. Um, I, but again, the question becomes is, is Pat going to suffer because of Trubisky or Pickett or is Jerry going to be able to rock the Pickett Fryermuth combo? Yeah, I love stacking some players on rosters. Is Malik Willis going to be, I don't think he's going to take over for Tannehill, but he sure is a hell of an option coming up. I just, there's weapons there, but there's weapons with question marks. Yeah. I think for me, when I look at Jerry's team, I mean, you're absolutely right at the quarterback situation. Like, Jalen Hurts, we know that's the guy, but then who's number two? You know, is Zach Wilson officially ruled out? Seems likely he won't play, but probably will be Flacco. And then, yeah, is it going to be Kenny Pickett? Is it going to be Trubisky? I mean, even if it is Pickett, I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to be a Justin Herbert light the world on fire. I think it's going to be a very methodical offense, but, you know, rookie quarterbacks can always surprise Biggest question for Jer's team and this entire season is going to be his second running back. Lenny, James Robinson. Well, yeah, I mean, can James Robinson bounce back? You know, Cam Akers wasn't great, and he came back from an Achilles and, you know, did that kind of impact things. James Robinson is coming back from the same in injury. Right now he's got Daryl Henderson in, you know, interesting, but even he was kind of, him and Cam Akers right now are kind of banged up. Um I don't know. I think that second running back spot, um, if one of those guys can emerge, great. I think that could really be a turning point for Jair's team. But I'm skeptical, and I think that could be the bugaboo for his team. 
uh, Jerry lives and dies with the production of his wide receivers and tight ends. Like As Waddle, yeah. Waddle, Metcalf, Brown, Mooney, and Renfro are fucking big names. And Kyle Pitts is just a massive name. But can they put up the numbers each week to keep Jerry competitive? And there's a couple question marks at quarterback for some of these guys that make you question their consistency each week. Yeah, I mean, I think Kyle Pitts is a fantastic tight end. Not even going to worry about him. At wide receiver, I think he's got good depth, but I worry that he doesn't have any elite studs. Um, And I think with how his roster is constructed, because the running backs are weak, like he needs three top 12 wide receivers. And I think maybe he's got one between Jalen Waddell or DK Metcalf. And then he's got good depth behind those two. And, you know, Mooney, St. Brown, Renfro, good wide receiver two, you know, flex options. But I don't know. It's just, I mean, we'll have to see how the season starts and this thing plays out. But um, the the second running back, you know, it's, it's... things are in a hole with that. And because of that, I think it's, you know, it's an uphill battle. It'll be interesting to see if who can emerge and maybe help fill the, that hole. And he's got Watson and Dobbs on the bench, which yeah. again, if, if either of those, either of those guys connect with Rogers are an Insta Insta to promote. hundred percent. Don't have RB next to their name. And that's, what's going to kill them. Yep. I, well, Nick, how about you? Or yeah. If you want to shed any thoughts on Jerry. By all means, yeah, I think Sam wins it, and Jer is going to be fighting that running back two spot all season. Um, Robinson has competition, who they drafted in the first round last year. He can finally play. And then the other ones are kind of like fill-in older running backs. If someone goes down, he's got a good shot. But I think maybe trying to move one of his, you know, flashy depth type wide receivers for a running back two could be more beneficial since he is so deep in that wide receiver tight end area, but not running back. Yep. So we'll see. I'm going to pick Sam. But uh, before, CH is available. <laughs> before you jump in on the Sam pick, do you want to give any thoughts on Sam's like roster and just kind of situation for week one? Sam's roster on paper should be the best team in the league. It's all young, good, hyped players. But a few of them haven't lived up to hype, gotten hurt. We'll see. His quarterbacks, you know, Burrow came out was a stud. Fields looks decent this preseason. getting hype. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance, I literally have no idea. You know, Williams somehow... For running back, moved into like a top five dynasty running back, even though he split time and looked okay. I mean, his team is insane, but they just haven't lived up or performed. So, I mean, sure, it's cool to look at the names. Oh, this team's amazing. But if they don't win, is it worth it? Or does it work? I don't know. So we'll see. Um, His depth is impressive-ish. He's got a... Actually, it's not. He's got... Deontay, that's about it. Um, he really has no holes, though. So, I mean, there's nothing he can really do besides just wait and see with his quarterbacks and trying to trade for a quarterback as next to impossible. So I think Sam's in a really tough spot that if his guys don't perform, he doesn't have that many draft picks to reload. It could be interesting. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think outside of a couple questionable depth pieces right now, it's it's not great. I mean, the question I, I think the biggest hope in the in prayer in there is Alberto is going to thrive in that offense, but Alberto has got to stay healthy. Um, I mean, I, yeah, you have Hawkinson, you have Ceedee Lamb, you got yeah, starting lineups insane. It, oh, it's fucking insane, and it's how to. I mean, do you replace any of these guys? I don't think you can replace any of these guys. No, is the so crazy part. Kind of have to, he's in you that gotta, shitty spot where you just have to sit, set your lineup, and go. I think. I I agree in the in the, and this is the ongoing hope and prayer, that, the injury bug, doesn't come a biting, you know. Ceedee Lamb's questionable with a foot, uh, so we'll see what happens there. Joe Burrow is always going to have a question questionable tag next to his name because his fucking offensive line is built like Swiss cheese. We'll see. I I think. Sam has a lot of 
he has great studs, but if they can't stay healthy, Sam outside of his quarterback situation with having Justin Fields, potentially Desmond Ritter, it's yeah, you got AJ Dillon, but again, it's another backup running back. It I I don't know. I just don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like the depth's a little bit stronger with I mean Fields, Dillon. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Devontae Smith, Alberto on the bench. I mean, those are, I mean, Deontay Johnson, like, he's probably a top 12 or 15 option and potentially not starting him. Like, that's it's pretty strong. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely question marks. I mean, having a young team um, in fantasy or dynasty is, like, awesome to look at. But, like, until, like, they become proven studs, you know, it's just hope and a prayer. Um, you got a lot of reason to think that they will be, um, but there's definitely question marks. I mean, I think for Sam's team, um, playoffs, I think I'm, you know, we'll talk a little bit on that, but I think he's got a very strong shot, but I think for his team to be elite and go to the next level, it'll just come down to the quarterbacks. Burrow, we feel pretty confident will be that guy. Um, Lance and Fields on paper make a lot of sense, but Will that materialize in year two for one or both of them remains to be seen. If it does, I think I think Sam's has a stronger team than Stefan, but that's a not a guarantee to happen. Or there could be a lot of like bumps in the road for both those guys. And if that happens, you know, who knows? Maybe playoffs aren't a possibility. You know, maybe make the playoffs, but you flame out pretty quickly. I don't know. Um, but until Fields or Lance. We look at it and we say, yes, no-brainer. They're a stud. Um, Sam's team will have question marks, at least in, from my perspective. Not a bad way to do it. All right. Um, so this matchup, Sam versus Jer, is anyone going to be a wild card and take Jer in this matchup? Y'all going to roll chalk? I'm rolling chalk. And with starting Daryl Henderson, Joe Flacco was not enough for me to fucking roll chalk on this, Sam. All right, we're all going to be the same record after week one. It's a very exciting week one. It keeps it spicy. (laughs) Maybe we need to start doing, uh, you know, the spread pick them or something. But we'll see. Next week on paper looks like there's some good matchups. So I think we'll have a little more variety. Um, All right, before we wrap up this week's pod, um, we made, you know, kind of our prediction for the number one pick. But let's, and we've talked about our playoff teams but let's kind of formally pick the three teams we're thinking that'll make the, the playoffs in each division. Um, dust is settled. You know, the second half of the draft is over. It's been a few trades. You know, knock on wood, there shouldn't be any injuries before the first week of the season. Who are you guys taking? What's the order of them? Um, Nick, I'll start with you, and let's start with uh, the or the Avengers division, our division. Uh, who are your three teams? And if you want to say them in order, that's fine, too. Um, I will have Zane. Is this order Sam, or just random? Order. Okay. I'll have Zane winning our division, Sam taking second, and Nick taking Nick Weir taking third. Excellent. I'm gonna go Sam winning it. I'm in second, Zane in third. Dan, who are your three teams? And if they are in order, what are they? I will take Weir as team number one, Zane as team number two, and Sam as team number three. All, all the three same teams, we all have a different order. How about that? All right, let's move on to the Justice League. And we're all waiting for it. We're waiting for Dan's three teams. Um, I'll start off with mine. Um, Stefan, you know, the champ is on paper. Great. Um, we'll see if Father Time catches up to him, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, my second team, I'm going to go with Adam. I think he's just got a very strong lineup. Um, and third and final team, I'm going to go with Kevin. Um, another Father Time team, but I think he can hold it off for one more year. Mr. Ruth, who are your three teams and what are the order? I will go Stefan winning. And Stefan is my champion pick as well, if we want to throw that out. Sure. And then I will have Kevin in second and Adam in third. All right. Dan, 
Let's hear it. Uh, so I will, of course, take Stefan as one, and you can also chalk me up for his third championship in four years. I will take Kevin at two. Okay. And I will take myself at three. I, I like it. Firmly believe that Adam, I Adam is a couple pieces away from not being able to contend. And whether that's the voodoo doll I have currently sitting on my desk next to me, um, just with a couple pins in it, or you know the the chicken I just slaughtered. Sorry, Nick, snuck in there in the middle of the night. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens here. But I'm gonna stand by the fact that I've made a couple good moves, and I think that I can continue to be competitive week in and week out. All right, I for my I'm gonna take Sam to be the the championship team. Uh, winning all this year i think we'll have some fresh blood and stefan will lose in the championship game to sam all right any final words before we wrap things up this week guys you got a week from today to do trades before the season starts i'm out of down friday through monday but ceh is available <laughs> all right, uh, i like it I have member member this weekend where I'm playing golf Saturday and Monday. Um, so I should be pretty, we'll see if the old man and I can win a championship um, for the club, but uh, yeah, so that's what he and I have in store, but I no, just counting it down, man. Just counting it down. Just a couple more weeks, summer before we get into fall and fall goes into winter. And then fucking we're watching people play football in the snow unless you're in a dome because you're smart um i very well could be staring out my window at the brand new home of the chicago bears so that is super fucking exciting in my world i need to buy property very quickly outside of that life is good life is, life life is, is good. good so is vodka vodka is also good when is it not all right well we probably won't be back next week, so this is the last podcast till week one. So best of luck. Make some trades, set those lineups, and, you know, fuck you, Armand. You're not winning this week. 